Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yes. Yeah, we Yay. are here. Good morning, everybody. Exciting. Yes. Yep. We're uh we're live. We are here. It's Tuesday, the twenty fourth, and we have a uh, a special guest. We have yeah. a special topic. Yeah. A very important topic uh, to talk about. Yeah. Please introduce yourself and let us know who you are. All right. Uh, well, first off, I have to say that intro music, it's so regal. Yes. I yes. feel like, the word you the know, day, regal. the yeah. imperial margarine queen, <laughs> uh, you know, from those old commercials. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yep, this yep. is great. It's, uh, I like it because it's, uh, it's motivating. And when you listen to it, listeners, you as well should feel regal. You should yes. feel motivated. Yes. And you should sip your coffee a little bit more... Uh, the word escapes at the moment, but a little bit more confidently. That's right. Because it's our day. That's our right. Our collective day. Yep. That's yep. right. Yep. Yes. So cheers to you. Cheers to you. All right. Yes. Thank you, Curtis. Yep. So okay. I am Suzanne Stegeman, mm -hmm. and I'm here to um, talk with you about the Back to Business grant program today. That's right. The B2B. Now, mm -hmm. you guys have heard about it. Seen, uh, seen it, a couple of posts that we've done. We've got frequently asked questions. We have all the information for you guys to benefit from today, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. Yep. Um, how did it start? Where did it come from? And what's its purpose, this grant? All right. So it started, um, well, to be honest, it started because the, the big grants ran out of money, right? Mm -hmm. So there were the business interruption grants mm -hmm. um, for covid Re related, right. you know, losses. And um, when that grant program ended, mm -hmm. uh, Governor Pritzker was looking for a way to um, interject more money for small businesses. Right. And um, so then this grant program was created, the Back to Business Grant Program. This is all part of the CARES Act. 
It is the American Rescue Plan. American Rescue Plan. Excuse me. Yep, that's right. Yep. That's right. But that but CARES is part of that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it includes um, five thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand in grants um, for businesses that suffered losses between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Right. Because we know the pandemic uh, wreaked havoc. Oh yeah. On a lot of our small business community here in Aurora, but statewide, nationwide. Yeah, absolutely. And small businesses especially, um, you know, they just don't have the um, kind of the the, uh, wherewithal Mm -hmm. to... Uh, or that funding, you know, res- in reserve, exactly, right? Yeah. Since many operate on a month-to-month basis, yeah, right? You, yeah. You're familiar. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Most yeah, of it's yeah. funded by determination rather than exactly, <laughs> rather than exactly. actual capital. And determination <laughs> only takes you so far, and that's why this program is um, going to help a lot of people. That's right. That's right. All right. Good morning to Aisha Saxon. Good morning to all of our people checking in. Cindy Morales. Raw Drive is coming up October first. Thank you for that piece of news. Renee Cruz says, hello, Suzanne. Well, hello, Judge Cruz. Judge Cruz is actually um, in our news as well. Yeah, Uh, well, he's he's always been in my news. You know why? I've got a little special tidbit about Judge Cruz. Okay. Judge Cruz performed um, my marriage. Oh, congratulations. Yes. We're going to do some real claps for that. (laughs) (laughs) Judge, shouts out to you, sir. Shouts out to you. Now, he recently filed his paperwork. I saw that. Illinois Supreme Court. Very excited about that. Judge, we hope you make it. We hope you get accepted or whatever that process is, sir. Continue the good work. Yeah, we are behind you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was actually next to him one day. We were packaging food. At the Aurora Food Pantry. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, himself, his wife, me, and Ricardo Miranda of Keller Williams Realty. Yeah. We're packaging food together yeah. back there. I hope you remember that, Judge. Well, we were back there hanging. And now here's that seven, that, that what do they call that, seven degrees of separation or yes. whatever. Yes. So you mentioned Judge Cruz's wife, Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Yep. The very first mask I wore at the beginning of the pandemic, and I still have it, uh, Judge Cruz's wife sewed. She put. Ma- she made masks at the beginning of the pandemic uh, by hand, and then distributed them into the community. Nice. We were distributing them at the other food pantry, the Marie Wil- Wilkinson Food Pantry, mm-hmm. and that's where I received my first actual real mask. It's a Wonder Woman mask. And I still wear it to this day, and it was made uh, lovingly by Judge Cruz's wife, Sylvia. The Cruz family is in the fabric of the community. Oh. Ah, see? (laughs) So that's how this is going to go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oh, man. All right, cool. Um, Now, I got a couple of quick things. Quick, 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 um, quick community news for you folks real quick to talk about and then we're going to get back into our discussion about all the cool stuff with this b2b grant okay um so real quick guys as you know we've got coffee and conversation coming up the 28th which is going to be taking place at jake's bagels 220 north broadway uh great place to go the soup is awesome it's gonna be hosted by our state representative of the 83rd district barbara hernandez please come through hang out learn what's going on uh downstate in springfield and how you can contribute to the overall process with your state representative and have a great bagel yes exactly yeah all the bagels are amazing I'm telling you the yep. bagels right there boy yep. good stuff yep. good stuff um 
Okay, and also I want to say good morning to Josie Mendoza. Yeah, and a real one in there too. Oh yes. Now she was recently elected to the executive committee of the AEEF as vice chair. All so right. shout out to you and well done. The AEEF is the Aurora East Educational Foundation. Congratulations, Josie. Congratulations to you. All right. Also. Uh, October 15th, which is a Friday, it'll be a great night. Our friends of Mutual Ground will be hosting their black and white ball from 6 to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista. That's located at 2139 City Gate Lane in Naperville. Uh, Mutual Ground supports everyone. And because it's a black and white ball, all participants uh, and guests must wear black and white or shades of black and white, including silver. Do not be, let me tell you right now. Do not be that guy or that person who comes in with a green tie or something. <laughs> I don't care how nice it is. Because if Good Morning Aurora gets a picture of you, we are going to, we'll make you famous. That's We're going to blast it. That's <laughs> it. Seriously. Don't be that person. Um, okay. So so now let's um, let's see here. When it comes to this back to business grant. Yep. Um, $250 million is available for grants. Uh in the form of $5,000 to $150,000. That's right. Okay. That's right. And so the money was, um, again, made available because the um, other grant programs uh, ran out of funds. Mm -hmm. And so it's $250 million that are available to businesses in our local community. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, now, the application portal opened already. It did. On the 18th of this month. Yep. It's going until next month. Yep, till okay. October. I'm sorry, next month. It goes actually till October. Excuse me, yeah. October 11th. Got ahead of myself there, y'all. I know, y'all. Not exactly. <laughs> um, still August, still August. Well, here, and let's, so let's pause real quick. This, it's going to be 2022. Oh, stop. Where did the year go? I know, I know. I was just. Uh, oh, we you are really that. getting ahead of yourself now. I am. Oh, it's, my it's, gosh. It's, uh, it's going real fast, okay, guys. Okay, have you ever heard Be Present? Right. Be, Be present. present. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You're right. right. Let me just stop, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to take you there. It's not <laughs> Christmas time just yet. Um, now, the DCEO, which is the Department of Commerce Economic Opportunity, anticipates yep. making awards on a rolling basis. What's a rolling? What is yeah, that? So, um, so the portal opened, and from what I understand, they are already in the final review process for some of the um, folks that had put in an application. Okay. And so they're going to just continuously review and award money um, throughout the term uh -huh. of the of the um, throughout the term between now and October 11th. Okay. So they've already started reviewing and making some determinations. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, and it's, um, I'm also looking to see uh, what is new to this small business relief program compared to the first one run by the state BIG business interruption grant. Right. So um, really, uh, one of the one of the points of difference is that um, businesses will be prioritized. So you will receive priority if um, you didn't receive any funding in the past. Um, if you're located in what they call a disproportionately impacted area. Mm -hmm. For us, that's uh, zip code 60505 and 60506. Okay. Um, if you have less than 5 million in annual revenue, 
Okay. And if you are in a priority industry. Uh-huh. So that's um, really a big difference is they're really trying to target um, the businesses that have been impacted, mm-hmm. businesses that didn't receive funding, and um, industries that have been especially impacted. What are some of those industries? Uh, the hotel industry, the restaurant industry, okay. um, the service industry related to, um, for instance, um, if you're a wedding photographer or, you know, that type of thing, child care industry. Yeah. Um, there's actually a, a fairly long list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see if you were, um, if your industry would be a priority. But I think I'd also like to say that even if you received some of the funding in the past or you're not in a priority industry, you can still apply. It doesn't mean you can't apply. It just means that your application might be um, considered uh, lower, uh, right. you know, sure. than someone else's. Um, now, one of the things that I'd like to ask about this, because you mentioned you had to have had $5 million or less in revenue. That's for uh, being a priority. Okay. Uh, that's to be prioritized. Is that what is considered small business? I know, I know, is that, I know, so, right? Damn. I know, yeah. That's what's, yeah. Hold on, yeah. I mean, did anybody else, <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, just look at, think I about know, that. That's I that's know. food for thought. Take yeah. let's, let's can we take a, a collective sip, everybody? Okay, collective sip. Ah, oh, wow. Boy, I love this program, a collective sip. Yes, I am that's a what we do. Person. <laughs> this is awesome, Curtis. Um, typically, you can have me on any time. Definitely, collective definitely. Sip. Um, typically, what we do is uh, if if I mess up something, if I get my words wrong, if I say frequently asked questions instead ah, of frequently asked questions, yep. then we all take that collective sip. But I wanted to, wow. Five million in small yeah. business revenue, because uh, yeah. I think the pandemic. And that's just for the priority. Right. In order to qualify, it's twenty million or less in annual revenue. What would a medium business be? I Holy know. Cow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to uh, I want to read something here that I think is also very important. Yep. The application is made available in five languages: Spanish, Polish, Arabic, Hindi, and Mandarin Chinese. That goes a long way to show the diversity in the state, but also how they are trying to reach many people as possible. Absolutely, Curtis. And I think, um, especially in our area, um, there are many business owners that English is not their first language, Mm -hmm. and they might not um, understand what the qualifications are and so forth. And to that end, um, we'll have printed materials. I believe they'll be out this Wednesday in other languages as well. Okay. um, So that... As we're canvassing neighborhoods and speaking to the community, we can make sure that we are speaking the same language. Oh, I like that. Yay! Yay! I, I like that. I like <laughs> I'm gonna have to, do I get to count how many little? You know what? You've already yeah. got two. Yeah, I've got two? Okay. Yeah, All right. Can... Great. Great. Okay. See this? Bam. We've oh, got... nice. Ah, okay. Okay. All right, so the time is now 8.14 a.m. You are tuned into listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We have a dear friend of the show, Suzanne Stegeman, on with us. Now listen, Maria Chirito, good morning. Cindy Morales, good morning. Norma Peterson, good morning. And Dan Barrero, good morning to you as well, dear 
sir. I know some of these people. This is so exciting. It's I community. See, I'm telling I see you. Dan and his wife at the venue when I'm when I'm doing my little volunteer barkeeping gig there. That's right. You volunteer at the venue. Shouts yep, out yep, to the venue. Yep, Great yep, place. Absolutely. And um, of course, I know Cindy Morales. Yep. And yeah, this is exciting. Good people. Yeah. All of our people. Um, Greg Ellsbury's here. Good morning to you. Oh, as and I just well. met Greg. Yep. Recently, and. His lovely wife. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is not. This is fun. So we've got a question from one of our friends. Uh, okay. Did she miss where to find the application or links to apply? Yes. Okay. So um, there is a link. Let's see here. You know, it, it's kind of um, wonky in a mm -hmm. sense in terms of the actual uh, web address. Um, but if you go to the Wabonzi Community College website, the Small Business Development Center um, area there, there is a link to go into the portal and you put in some information mm -hmm. and then um, someone from our office can contact you right. and lead you to the application, talk to you about whether or not you qualify, answer any questions you have, right. um, you know, that kind of thing. We're really trying to um, get people to the information site first so that we can ensure that they're not going to start the process and then find out they're not qualified right. or start the process and then find out that there's some paperwork that they need that um, they have to get together before they have, you know, they're able to apply. Um, so, uh, you know, I wonder, is there a way for us to put this little, um, either that little, see, it's not so little, right? Oh, so that, yeah, That definitely. web address. So if you guys, uh, for those asking about the link, I'll tell you right now. And then I've also got our, a... If you go to our, uh, yeah, we have the uh, QR okay. code as well here. Yep. Um, if you go right now on our Facebook page, go down to posts. I have the link. The link is in our Facebook page right there. If you go down there is we made a post uh, just yesterday, actually. So go ahead. You guys can scroll down and see it. Uh, it says, have you applied for the BT B2B grant program yet? The application link right there, guys, on our Facebook page. We made a post about it yesterday uh, with contacts of our friends, uh, Harriet Parker. Yep. At Wabonzi. Shouts out. And uh, also Noelia Ruiz of the uh, SBDC. And then there's one more place people can go. You can email cn at wabonzi.edu or you can call 630-906-4143. That number again is 630-188-5300. Which one was that? Empire. <laughs> was that Empire? I thought so. I thought so. Um, oh, my gosh. If I have seven, that seven, number. Three, two, well, okay, that's Luna. Luna. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Who well, knows? let's give let's give <laughs> yeah. the number. Let's the number give the you folks need the for number this. they need. Yeah. Um, the number you need is 630-906-4143, you guys. Uh, yep. And also, again, the link is on our Facebook page. We made a post about that. Great. Thank you. Emlo Rivera. Oh, she came through. Shouts out. Jeanette came Yay! through. There's the link in the chat, you guys. Tracy Duran, 588-2300. That was Empire. Thank you, Tracy. Okay. Um, it's 819 a.m. Okay. So I want to, I'm going to read a couple of more uh, headlines here for the folks. But before I get into that, what do you like most about helping folks and, and what you do? What do you, what, what do you like about it? 
Um, well, I think you kind of nailed it when you said helping folks, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have always kind of considered myself, I don't know about a problem solver as much as a, a facilitator, right? Yeah. Um, so when someone has a problem or would like some help, I might not have the answer, but I might know someone who does. Right. Just as helpful. Just right? as helpful. Yeah. Right. Yep. We and can so put that's you in what touch. this is really all about. And um, and I I really like to I really it sounds so trite. I like to help people, but it's the truth. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, OK. So the link in the chat for you guys to uh, take part in and benefit from. So please, please do. Uh, Emily has a question for us. She says, well, maybe she can host something for other small businesses at Zenloft, shout out to Zenloft, where we can all sit with our laptops and fill out the form together. Maybe someone can be there to help walk people through. I love it, Emily, absolutely. There it is. Absolutely, yeah. Right there, on the air. That's community radio yes. right there, that's community yes. radio. Um, and to that end, Emily, there, there will be a walk-in session at Wabonzi. Um, we're planning a walk-in session at the library, and we would love to have a walk-in session at Zen Loft. So Absolutely I will. Um, we can put. I'm sure my contact information in the chat, Emily, so you can, uh, so that we can connect. That sounds yep. great. Emily is a dear friend of the show, and Emily, I will get over there to see you. These four-hour Zoom calls. I was telling you about it. Oh no, you're gonna need oh. some Zen. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I need right? the Zen. Yeah, I need the Zen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she is a dear friend. Zen Loft is a boon to our community. It sure is. Yoga, <clears throat> artistry, and much more at Zenloft right downtown on the same, on Downer Place. So they're open on first Fridays, and I've been up there, and they always have the kind of open invitation to yeah. sit in the, <laughs> in the hanging, uh, uh, the like a hammock. Yeah. Right? Yep. Where I, I think people actually do yoga in the hammock. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Okay. Really neat. Uh, so here are some local stuff, guys, before we uh, get back into part two of our discussion here. And this qualifies as breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, All this right. Great. <laughs> this uh, this Sunday, the 29th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Hollywood Aurora Block Party. It's a 21 and over event. Free to attend and open to the public. Every person who downloads, registers, and makes a minimum uh, of a $25 cash deposit into the Barstool Sportsbook app will receive a free Barstool t-shirt and a drawing ticket to be entered into drawings for Chicago White Sox sweet tickets. Come on. Boy, ten. they're 10 games ahead, I think. Yep. Uh, Wrigley rooftop tickets. Oh, we won't talk about them. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, M Resort package with Raiders versus Bears game tickets uh there's five dollar raffle tickets benefiting the aurora veterans advisory council shouts out and the aurora police association association excuse me shouts out to them as well friends of the show prizes include uh fabio viviani hosted dinner chicago sports memorabilia draft party for 12 at the penalty box and more 10 percent of food truck proceeds will also uh, benefit the aurora area excuse me the aurora veterans advisory council and the aurora police association once again want to shout out bally doyle home run hot dog skillerson's grubbery and uh, taqueria senor tacos 
Uh, and thank you very much to Hollywood Casino yeah, this, nice. this Sunday. Yep. So they're in the whole online bar stool. Like that's all wrapped up into you one know, thing, I guess. I'll huh? tell you this. I never saw the Barstool Sports Book Network associated with Hollywood Casino yeah. until this. Yeah. And we're in a new age. We uh, are. Pre- you got to diversify your bonds when it comes to grounding out. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I know that I used to live. I used to live 43 feet from the casino when I used to live downtown Aurora. And I could tell you. The deadness of the streets during pandemic when it started yeah. and everything yeah. had to be devastating for the casino. Oh, they lost yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, well, and then money. all the, you know, it's the the dealers and the exactly. food service people. And, you know, it's it's that's where it really is that terrible yeah. impact are all these. Not that it doesn't for the Hollywood casino, you know, group, but mm-hmm. it's really it's all the people that are supported by that oh, yeah. in our community. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, and then other piece of news uh, for you guys here uh, is literacy, lace up for literacy. Yes. A new 21st century bookmobile to serve Aurora is what we need. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. People. So August 30th and to September 6th is lace up for literacy. You can walk virtually uh, at your own pace and leisure in your own location, treadmill, Park in your neighborhood, uh, but please contribute to our dear friends of the Aurora Public Library Foundation in their quest to get a new bookmobile. The bookmobile serves so many people and it yeah, is absolutely. a staple for our community. Uh, I do have some figures as and, well to read to you what it does. And there's a swag bag. That's right. There is there's a swag a bag. There's a swag bag. Um, there is yeah. a swag bag. A library swag bag. That's even better. Right. Um, now, check this out, guys. 48% of young children in the U.S. are read to daily. In high-income families, more than two out of five children are not read to daily. Among adults with the lowest level of literacy proficiency, 43% live in poverty. And uh, among those who have strong literacy, literacy skills, excuse me, only 4% live in poverty. of America's prison inmates are illiterate. 85% of all juvenile offenders have reading problems. Two out of three students who cannot read proficiently by the end of the fourth grade will end up in jail or on welfare. Academically speaking, the COVID slide could be a lot worse than we have uh, thought. And that's from Education Week. Um, So please, if you guys are able to, friends of the show, um, the Aurora Public Library Foundation Lace Up for Literacy campaign is uh, needing of your help. The link to that is on our Facebook page. We've posted about that as well. Time is 826 a.m. Wow. A whole lot of stuff. whole lot wow. of stuff. Well, I just have to add one more plug. Mm-hmm. Please do. Um, the, the importance of the bookmobile in our community. Um, not every library has a bookmobile. And the bookmobile makes makes books and reading possible for mm-hmm. so many children. They go to, um, and not just children, but but adults as well. But the bookmobile makes visits to our local schools mm-hmm. um, and to senior centers. And I just can't say enough. It's really bringing reading out into our community. And those statistics you read you know, are very telling and they should be concerning. Yeah. Right. To all of us. And uh, we are so lucky to have um, that access to reading and access to books in our community through the bookmobile. 
Yeah, I um, so I spoke to Laura Stoney, who is going to get the claps right now. Yay! And um, she spoke about the work that the Laura, Aurora, excuse me, Aurora Public Library Foundation does. I had to tell her that, you know, I've gone to a lot. So like pre-COVID, I went to so many programs at the library. Right. About all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous sheriff. Don Kramer, he had a community discussion, went to that. So I, I saw a lot of community things happening there. So people need to realize what the what a resource your public library oh, and absolutely. a bookmobile really is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, imagine not having imagine a world with no libraries. Oh. Don't. Don't do it. Don't I think can't. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. there was no place to get information for free for the public. Terrible. It would yeah, be. Absolutely. But this is a fun family show. So enough okay. of that. I know. Let's, um, don't bring me down. Right. Don't, don't bring, bring me down. down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the jam. <laughs> I need a license to play music. Okay. Um, now, let's let's do some more of these frequently asked questions. Okay. So folks can uh, understand let's what's going on with this. Uh, here's a question. If I applied for the BIG, the Business Interruption Grant, do I need to apply to the B2B as well to be considered for a grant, or does my application carry over? Yeah, so your application does not okay. carry over. Okay. You have to um, apply separately okay. for the B2B grant, no matter um, any other application that you might have um, filled out in the past. Okay. It's a, it's a totally separate program. Yep. All right. And uh, will applicants who did not receive, well, you just mentioned that, uh, $25 million set aside in the BTP program for eligible small businesses that applied for BIG last year but did not receive a grant due to depletion of right. funds. So part of that priority program that I spoke about earlier mm-hmm. also um, has to do with how much money is kind of set aside to provide to certain businesses. Mm -hmm. And so if your business applied for a a business interruption grant or a big grant in the past, a certain amount of money is going to be allocated for those folks that applied for the big grant but didn't get it. Okay. So that's one of the questions on the application. Did you apply for a big grant? And did you receive money? And if you say, yes, I applied for a grant, and no, I didn't receive any money, you will be prioritized. And the uh, and a certain amount of money is prioritized um, to support those businesses. Okay. All right. Um, next question. How will grant size be determined? Yeah. So um, grant size is going to be determined by taking the total loss between your 2019 and 2020 taxes, Mm -hmm. so your total loss. And um, in a nutshell, you can receive up to two months worth worth of your business losses in the form of a grant. Uh Aha, okay. Did you guys hear that? Very good. That's good to know. Um, Now, I do see here that applicants whose tax documents do not reflect a decline in revenue of at least 
$5,000 are not eligible for a grant. That's true. And so this is one of the reasons, Curtis, that we want people to kind of come through the Wabanzi website first, that kind of thing. We can have a conversation with folks and make sure that they, <clears throat> excuse me, meet all the qualifications. Mm -hmm. Because one of the qualifications is you have to have at least a $5,000 loss. Right. So we would hate for someone to try to go through this application process and then find out that they're not even eligible. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, now let's see here, next question. Are sole proprietors eligible to apply? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they are. Sole proprietors are um, are able to apply. For those um, who are not familiar mm -hmm. with the difference, what is a sole proprietor? Um, you know, all I can tell you on that one, Curtis, is that's a box that you check off on your taxes. And that's what so you need to know. <laughs> right. So, um, so it's a business classification where you're owning and operating the uh, business as an in, as 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 one person, as opposed to an LLC. Right. As right. opposed to an LLC, or opposed to some kind of partnership, or that kind of thing. I know you guys were like, man, I can I can learn my taxes on Good Morning America too. What in the world? Yes, that's right. You can. You can. Carrie Sims, good morning to you as well. Casildo Casey Cuevas, good morning to you, dear sir, as well. Norma Peterson says maybe we could put together a GAMS gang thing to do this together. G-A-M-S, the great American morning show and greg ellsbury says hello suzanne oh hello greg all right right um now let's see here to be eligible eligible to apply for b2b a business must have 2019 revenue of more than of no more than 20 million per year have experienced a drop in revenue we know all of this yes how about how long does it take to complete the application well um Again, this is kind of why we would like to uh, help guide people through the mm -hmm. process, because if you have all of the information that you need kind of at your disposal mm -hmm. as you are filling out the, the form, um, I would estimate that it would take about... Uh, 15 minutes to a half an hour maybe to, okay. to actually fill out the application okay. with everything you need at your disposal. Nice. Your taxes yeah. from, you know, 2019 and 2020. And, right. you know, then you have the ability, uh, whether or not you've applied for any grants in the past, you know, that kind of thing. Um, now, how can people get in contact with you? So somebody out there listening right now is like, you know what? I'm having a hard time with this. I want to do this. They look at the website. How do they contact you? You know, they can call me directly or they can send me an email. So my my cell phone number is 708-203-4876. Okay. And then my web... Can you, can you say it twice? Like the radio school radio? Oh, yeah. 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 Like Seven, Empire. <laughs> like Empire. I, but I'm not going to sing it, Curtis. That's all I good. I'm not going to sing it. I've already done a little singing on this show today. This is really kind of new to me. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that number again yep. is 708-203-4876. Or you can send me an email. And it's my first initial and my last name. And then here I'm going to really date myself. It's not AOL, but it's just as bad. So it's S. Stegeman. 
So mm-hmm. that's S S T E G E M A N at sbcglobal.net. Wow. Wow. Uh. That seems a little bit more recent than like Hotmail. I see some old school, yeah, you know, like, yeah. wow, Hotmail. I am i don't know. I, I think it kind of dates me. And I need to switch everything over to Gmail. But, you know, after you've been doing it for a while, it's like, oh, oh yeah. do I really want to do that? Yeah. Uh, for work, I have to use the, uh, we use the uh, uh, Microsoft tweet and everything. Mm-hmm. And all of my stuff is always in Gmail. It is difficult to transition. The buttons aren't in the right place. You're like, I just want to, ugh, you uh, know. We're creatures um, of habit, Curtis. We're we are. creatures of habit. We are. Yeah. Um, have you had any success stories with you know, some of the, uh, with some folks that you could share with us? And hello at home. You are tuning in and watching Good Morning Road, Second Large City's first daily news podcast. And we have our dear friend on the show with us to talk B2B, all the information all right. you need. That's right. Um, That's right. Any success stories? You know, we are um, actually uh, part of the Navigator program. Okay. Is the group of us who are helping people throughout this process are posting success stories as we go along. All right. Um, all right. And like I to think, hear it. you know, a success story for me right now is. Uh, is I had someone call me. I did a. I, I spoke at Kiwanis and um, informed people about the program. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody reach out and ask me a couple of questions about qualifications. And right now, that's a success story. They're just starting to um, distribute the funds. Oh, but right. just to have somebody reach out and say, "Hey, I saw you speak, and I think I I think I qualify. Can mm-hmm. you answer a couple of questions for me?" And I. You know, we had a nice conversation and talked, and and he applied. So it was great. That's a success story for me right now. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, now, what's in the bag? Oh, you don't and, and know what's special, in the bag. It's a special bag. day too, right? Yeah, it's so. a very special day. Okay. For some people, it is accompanied with you know excitement, <laughs> and for other people, a groan. <laughs> but today is the official start. Of pumpkin season at Dunkin' Donuts. Yay! Pumpkin season is here. So I brought you in celebration. I brought you a pumpkin donut. All right, all right. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh goodness gracious. Yeah. Okay, we'll uh, we won't eat on camera and make all of you at home jealous. But thank you very much. Well, you're very welcome. It's <clears throat> you know I'm not much for the pumpkin coffee, but the pumpkin donut, the pumpkin muffin. Oh yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. Um, all right. Question here. Okay. Yeah, can I apply for this grant if I have not yet completed my federal 2020 taxes for my business? That is a great question, Curtis, um, because no, you cannot apply if you have not completed your 2020 taxes. Okay. Um, so the kind of a major qualification is that both your 2019 and your 2020 taxes are complete. So that has to happen. Got it. Um, And uh, there are some uh, folks that can help you fill out your 2020 taxes. Mm -hmm. If you need help, the Small Business Development Center at um, at Wabonzi. And if somebody, you know, uh, has not completed their taxes and they need some guidance there, they can contact me as well. And I can, again, I may not be able to complete their taxes for them, but I can help them um, figure out how to do that and, and give that, get them, you know, in touch with someone who can. 
Did you hear that? They won't do it for you, but they can get you in touch with someone who can. That's right. Suzanne, Harriet Parker, or Noelia. That's right. So, um, what does let's 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 take a pause with the B two B real quick. Okay. Let's talk a little bit. Talk a little local. All right. Um, We've noticed that. A lot of things are opening up again. Well, they've they've been open for a while now, but but things are starting to happen. Right. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Melissa Mendoza. Melissa Mercado. Mercado, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Mercado on the show. Yeah, she's great. Um, venue's got a lot of stuff going on, a lot oh. of entertainment things happening. Can you give us any venue news or, or stuff that you know about? You um, know what? I I can. I don't have the. I don't have it right in front of me, but they have the Roots Festival this weekend. Okay. So they have music going on. Oh my gosh. They have music going on all weekend. And actually there's a group that's playing. I'm going to miss it. And I'm, oh, I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. The Accidentals. Accidentals. I saw that group uh, when they came to the venue two years ago and they were unbelievable. It's a female group led group it's two women musicians and i they play the electric violin and uh you know of course the regular you know bass and guitar and so forth but they really had the place on their feet and they're going to be there the accidentals they are amazing and they're going to be there this weekend it's it's a roots festival music all weekend long um and if you haven't been to the venue man you are missing out because, Seriously. oh my gosh, it's it's unbelievable. And that's another resource that our community has that is a secret, and we need to get the word out because, man, this place should not be a secret. People right. need to, oh my gosh, they have, you know, blues, rock, uh, and, and just interesting music, really great music. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every week. This weekend is the Roots Festival, and it's going to be all weekend long. Okay. Um, and also, uh, because now Monday Park, in addition to the venue, uh, Monday Monday Park in itself is uh, is beautiful. You know, I remember when that was not Monday Park. That's when it was, right. When it was just a patch of whatever back there. Yeah. It's pretty. It's great. The seating is nice, and it's a really good addition to that um uh, to have that water mall in between City Hall yeah. and have that. Yeah. It's cozy. And I'm really glad that you mentioned that because um, you were talking about uh, kind of the changes that are happening in our community as it concerns COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, Mundy Park has allowed the venue to um, continue operating during nice weather. So... Uh, all of the shows are outside. They have a big garage door. They open it up. The yep. band goes there. <laughs> and then people sit out in the park. And um, so it's a really safe environment for people to get out, see some great live music, um, enjoy downtown Aurora. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great. Uh, Dan Barrero tells us that he loves the venue. We do too, sir. Um, Norma asks, is it available for events? Patricia Stein Moore, good morning to you. Thanks for tuning in. And Christy Cream, good morning to you as well. And Josie says she loves Dunkin' Donuts, Pumpkin Donuts. Josie, we got a lot in common on this show. You're right. You are right. Um, So we've been talking about uh, the B2B Back to Business grant opportunity. Yep. Now, you mentioned... um, Zip codes 
605 and 60506 exactly. were specifically targeted. Uh, targeted. Yep. Why was that? Yep. What's the reasoning yep. behind that? So, um, so it's called a disproportionately impacted area okay. or DIA. Okay. And um, it means that the pandemic has affected people in that area more so than others. Okay. Um, so in regard to um, businesses shutting down, in regard to the infection rate, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so those businesses have been um, affected more so than others and uh, or impacted more than others. And that's why um, businesses in those zip codes are prioritized but again um you know we want to i, I want to make sure that people know that if you're not in that zip code you should still apply if you've had losses between 2019 and 2020 um, you'll just kind of be higher up on the priority scale if you're in 60505 or 60506. okay now uh with the exception so besides ppp besides RRF and besides BIG. Right. If you're a person who received any kind of government support whatsoever, are you still eligible? Actually, um, no, there are a couple okay. of exceptions. Okay. So if your business received um, an SVOG, Small Venue Operator Grant. grant. Ooh, we wow. are. Oh. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. On our feet this wow. morning. Shout out to Duncan. It's the coffee. <laughs> it's the what did you call that? The sip you get in between. What did you call community that? Community sip. The community, community sip. sip. That's community what it sip. is. That's what it is. Yep. Ah, all right. So if your business received an SVOG um, or shuttered venue operators grant. Uh, you cannot apply for this program. Okay. Um, and there's a couple other qualifications like that. Um, and again, you know, this is also a really great uh, reason why we'd like to help guide people through the process first, answer some questions, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I um, highly recommend contacting a uh, community navigator such as myself or the, you know, basically the folks at Wabonzi. They'll put you in touch with. Uh, someone who will call you back within two days, you know, right. and um, help you fill out the community navigators and our community partners of Wabonzi SBDC. Yep, uh, always there to help. Yeah, we we we've been um, big fans of what they do and all that they contribute to the community because I think uh, again, like you mentioned, yeah. boy, there is a resource right there for right. you. Right, absolutely. Right there. I mean, it's their job to get you squared away. It's their job to make to bring you from here to there to put you in touch and, right. and give you all the uh, information. To connect you. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so the application requires a business owner ID. Who should provide the ID for a nonprofit which has no owner? Oh, trick question. <laughs> it's a trick question. All right. So um, that would be like a nonprofit, right? right? So um, for nonprofits, the business owner ID should be an ID from the executive director, uh, from the president, or someone in a leadership 
position okay. at the nonprofit. Good. Good to know. Yep. Um, so just cutting through, and again, that's you know, a trick question, but kind of cutting through the red tape because a lot of times people, I think, get caught up or overthink or don't really understand. And yeah. I'd hate for somebody to not complete the application or go through all the steps, you know, get frustrated and quit out right. Right. when they could get the... You know, get the answers. Exactly. Get get qualified. Get the get the money. Yep. Right. And get their business back on back on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go local again. All right. We know that you are involved with the venue. You vol- you uh, with the venue. Excuse me. You volunteer your time there. Mm-hmm. Where do you like to hang out? What do you, you want to shout out? Any businesses at the moment? Any, oh, you know. Uh, okay. Any, where you, Who's got a good burger or something all like right, that? <laughs> all right, all right, absolutely. Take it to the local level for well, folks. Don't ask the vegetarian where to get a good burger. Uh, do not do that. Okay? Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Yep. Um, so I, you can find me um, Saturdays prior to the pandemic, mm-hmm. leading a bike group out in front of All Spoked Up. So one of my favorite oh. businesses is the bike shop john schratz what's up yeah good yeah guy. yeah love the bike shop and um you know they have uh moved next door so they've moved they've right. expanded their their business a little bit they've got a really nice um basement area for uh for repairing bikes and okay. so forth um and then while i'm there i go to treadwell I go to Treadwell and pick up, um, you know, a little something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always see people I know there. Oh, yeah. So it's dangerous. If I go in, it's going to be a while yeah. before I come back out. Like, you know, I was just going to get the coffee and go home. Exactly. But, uh, I guess I'll sit down. How's your mom? How you doing? You got I right? know. That's exactly <laughs> right, Curtis. It is like the place to be. Yep. Yep. Um, Good morning to Curtis and Suzanne from a dear friend of the show, local business owner and a great, uh, great guy, Peter Aguilera. Good morning, uh, Peter. To you, sir. Triple A Electric. Good yes. morning, Peter. Good morning. We are connected. Yes, we are. Uh, and Whitney Love. Good morning to you as well. That gives me a good segue to plug okay. in. That uh, right now we've got a uh, month long. 20% off special with Whitney Love's uh, Nail and Beauty Bar located on Indian Trail. Um, great place. All right. 20% off any service that you want. Go there. Mention Good Morning Aurora. The code is GMA20. Uh, we made a post about that. It's on our Facebook page. Check it out. I'm writing that down. So, Whitney, I have not been to a nail or beauty bar since the pandemic. Oh, see, oh, come on. I know. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to imagine. <laughs> That's right, um, but it's true. Yes. So Whitney, I'm writing that down. You said it's GMA twenty. GMA twenty. All that right. Is it. GMA twenty. A note for me. Okay. Um. So let's see here. Next question: Can a person apply uh, for and receive a B two B grant? Yep. If they were open last year, but their business is now permanently closed. Oh another one no okay yeah no the business has to um still be operating right Uh, you know it had to be operating 2019 2020 and today still needs to be open okay right um boy so for that to be uh, which is kind of separate but 
man, they would have had to be riding some waves. Oh, all of the businesses are, though. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's hard to imagine a business that has not been negatively impacted by, you know, the world here. Um, I remember the early days of the uh, of the uh, of the pandemic. And I remember that a lot of people seem to and I want to get your opinion on this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, remember it was it was all going to be so long, right? It'll be 6 months. Okay, it'll be 8 months. Okay, it'll be a year. Are we at the place to where uh COVID is now a daily part of our lives indefinitely or do you personally feel that there will be a day where we will never hear about it anymore what's your what's your thought process this is separate from b2b and everything yeah 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 yeah. i I guess on a health and citizen related level that's a great question because curtis i think when it all began um my mindset was you know it started and it's going to stop right and i that was just how i was thinking but as we have kind of gone through this i've realized that it is just i feel like this or something like it is something we're always going to kind of be living with and we're going to have to constantly kind of adjust to and i think we're seeing that now mask on mask off you know that kind of thing and um trying to understand when i go into a business you know should i have my mask on or off or uh that kind of thing but i there's absolutely things that will stick with us i i believe um washing our hands of course um you know that kind of thing so um you know i i feel like at the beginning i thought you know it's going to be on or off Mm -hmm. and now i've realized that it's just you know going to be life yeah. And and you know not to get too uh, worked up about things and to try to just go with the flow. Right. I think that we've uh, we've we've made it to that new normal. Right. We're in it. We yeah. are. We're we're literally in it. Um, and public health and public safety is very important. And we talk about business on this show, um, but I do like to hear your perspective because I think that nowadays for us as individuals here we have to be as mindful of our overall public health as we do with business so in our eagerness to want to get businesses open and make sure we're thriving right we need to be as uh, equally eager to promote safe public health yeah yeah well and I think business is adjusted too, Curtis if you think about it you know we talk about you know our adjustments but I think about um, I I did a lot of curbside pickup that I wanted to support businesses right uh, they could not be open to the public but they offered curbside pickup so you know we made sure mm-hmm. that we always um, ordered online and went and picked up whether it was coffee or um, vegetarian burgers mm-hmm. or that kind of thing to support our local businesses. Yeah. And I think that's part of what this grant can help people with too, because that's not going to go away. Right. I mean, there are some things that have changed that, you know, um, 
picking up your groceries or that kind of thing. I think some people will continue to do that. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I want to just drive up and have them loaded into my trunk, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, and I'll, another example is, um, for instance, at the food pantry, at Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry, they had to go to a curbside service, right. so to speak, yep. and for food distribution. Um, and now that things are opened up, there are some people that don't want to come into the food pantry anymore. They're like, I like driving through. Yeah, like right? yeah, keep, keep loading. I like yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah. So Hit what the they're <laughs> exactly? I just want to open my trunk and be yeah. on my way. And um, there's other people that 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 say, no, you know, I want to go in. I want to pick out what I like. I want to look at what what's available. And so they've made the the decision to have one distribution inside in person every week and one distribution as a drive-through every week. Right. So, um, you know, businesses, whether they're nonprofit or not, um, you know, they've made adjustments. And I think some of those adjustments are going to, you know, stick. Um, so the time is now 8.55 a.m. Where did the time are, go? I know, right? So the time went to, it went here. It went here. <laughs> Thank and, you so much. And hopefully it went to uh, it went to positive action with all of our listeners out there. Um, but before we go, uh, let's uh, put out your contact information one more time. Absolutely. So folks can understand where they can find you, um, your email address, your number, and everything. The link is in the chat for the application process. It's also on our Facebook page. Yeah, thank you so much for yeah, definitely. Uh, providing that information mm -hmm. to your your listeners, Curtis. I really appreciate it. If anyone wants to contact me directly, um, they can reach me at 708-203-4876. Okay. They can send me an email at s-s-t-e-g-e-m-a-n at sbcglobal.net. Okay. Um, or they can call... Uh, directly to Wabanzi at 630-906-4143 and schedule an appointment for assistance. All right. Um, last thing before we go. Good morning to Karina Suarez Darden. Good morning to you as well. Um, last thing before we go, I would like to say that uh, um, our friends of the Neighbor Project Yeah. Uh, in conjunction with our friends of Hesed House, are mm -hmm. going to be uh, opening up. It's coming next month. There's going to be a new program called ERAP. It's the Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Uh, it'll be a series of funded grants for a lot of different uh, issues that folks have been having. Um, there's been the rent assistance program yeah. that uh, Neighbor Project was doing for a long time, guiding folks through that via the state. Uh, but this will be on a local level, and we will be uh, introducing more information about that when time comes. But I want to get that ready for folks to at least start thinking about, about start it. Thinking about it because yeah. if, you, um, if you have problems with utilities and things like that, that kind of stuff uh, will be covered. It's kind of like this. It's another way to hit those target areas and target po targeted uh, populations. Right, right. Um, good stuff. That stuff is needed. It is very needed. Um, yeah, that's that's so necessary. Anything you want to tell people before we get out of here today? Any, well, any if you're uh, if you're a local business, um, <laughs> you know the the back to business grant is out there and and can probably help you. And we'd like to um, find out if we can. 
and help guide you through the process. So, Curtis, I can't thank you enough. This has been a blast. It is. You're right. I yeah. love it. We'll do it again. No, okay. we can, we can do this it. again. If there's I just want to come about, back and chat, right? Oh, we can, we can do that. I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I like uh, it. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing. It's this a great thing. It's a great program. Having our thank people you. on. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, guys. So the time is now 8.58 a.m. Um, hope that you guys have been able to benefit from this great information of the B2B Back to Business Grant Program. Uh, contact our friends and community partners, Harriet Parker and Noelia Ruiz of the Wabanzi SBDC, and they can definitely help you out. In addition to Suzanne here, Community Navigators. Um, other than that, it's Tuesday. Let's go out there. Let's be, let's be positive. Let's be good. Let's be happy. Uh, and let's Try to help as many people as we can today. Take care of yourself and each other.